Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hi all, Brian Barrett here, host of Truth is Truth podcast. Welcome to my podcast. I was planning on telling a personal story, but God has led me uh, to two more subjects that I need to present before I go to that. I need to allow you to understand that God created and who Jesus is in life, especially my life, for you to understand the miracles he has allowed me to be a part of. Uh, So with that said, uh, today is my 40th wedding anniversary, married to my lovely wife, Beth, for 40 years. Uh, April 26, 1980, we were married. So I'm in the studio this morning uh, recording this podcast uh, and we'll go home afterwards and celebrate my anniversary with, with my wife, Beth. But I felt it important to get in here to, to get this recorded so I could get another podcast out so that we could uh, get started in the other things that I have coming down the pike. So Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Do not be confused. This is not the beginning of God as God has always existed. This is the beginning of our creation as we know it. This is directly from God and is a revealing to us of our creation. God created the heaven we know and the earth from nothing. This first verse not only reveals God as an eternal existing being, it also gives a doubtless account that God is the creator and created all things we know. The word for God used here is plural, meaning God the Father, God the Word, Christ, and God the Holy Spirit, or the Trinity as we know it. Genesis is the beginning account of our history. And we need to understand that before us and before God decided to create us, there was no existence of anything of our kind. So in Genesis 1-2 it says, And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Without form and void is not finished in shape and uninhabited by creation or creatures. The earth created in verse 1 was unformed and not filled. The darkness here is not referring to evil, but to the absence of light. Deep is referring to waters covering the earth. The Spirit of God here again is plural, taking all involvement of the Trinity of God, moving on the earth and creating in that movement. Genesis 1-3, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God spoke light into existence. The creation of light was simply spoken into existence, showing the omnipotent power of God. This was not created by some accident or cosmic reaction, but simply as God spoke. God spoke all things into existence. It wasn't a physical labor. It wasn't a cataclysmic accident. It was spoken into creation by God. And in 1, 4, and 5, God's word says, And God saw the light that it was good, and God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And the evening and the morning were the first day. God saw the light as good for the purposes it was to serve for us. This, of course, does not have some inclination toward the light as being good as in Christ, but really more for the goodness of creation. The light here is not the sun, but some fixed light source outside of the earth. This set up the day and night cycle as we understand the cycle today for creation in a 24-hour period. God created all creation 
we know in a 24-hour cycle establishing creation in our time or the time that we know. God called establishes God's dominion over creation totally. The first day establishes the pattern. This carries all the way through the creation of what we know and how we live in the time frame God set for us. This pattern is a 24-hour day and a 7-day week, as we see at the end of the creation writing. This cycle of light and dark shows that the earth at the time, as now, was rotating on its axis so that light was on one side while dark was on the other. This is considered a solar day of 24 hours in our time. We must understand that God created all things for man, so it only makes common sense that he would do this in time as we know it. Genesis 1, 6 through 8, And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And God made the firmament, and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. And the evening and the morning was the second day. Firmament is an expanse between the waters suspended in vapor form over the earth. The waters were upon the earth, and in some were supernaturally, by God, suspended above the earth with some kind of vapor canopy, possibly. This, at this time, would, be, would have trapped the earth's heat and would have established a uniform climate. This canopy must have collapsed probably at the time of the rainfall that created the universal flood of Noah's day. Think about this. Why did the world of Noah's day not understand the ark, rainfall, and flood of that day? This has never been seen at this point. Rain had not come from the sky prior to this time as it did in the flood. All things were watered from dew or water in the earth and a mist that came down. I don't think God wanted or needed us to figure this out for any other reason than because he said it was so and we by faith have to take this as truth as we should all of what God gave us in creation and in his word. Man, as we always seem to try to do, want to not believe God and try to create our own answer for God's creation. Again, man is not and will never be God. In verse 7, firmament under the firmament refers to the subterranean expanse of reservoirs inside the earth's structure. Above the firmament means the canopy of water vapor above the earth which created the earth's atmosphere and probably provided a mist to help water the earth. This extended the lifespan of those in these days. Heaven, as God called it, being above the earth as we today see the sky. Genesis 1, 9, and 10, And God said, Let the waters under the heaven be gathered together unto one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters called he seas. And God saw that it was good. This had to be one big and amazing cataclysmic event that caused the rise and sinking of the land in the depth of the seas as we know them. This was God preparing the earth for our creation. This chapter shows the ultimate power and authority God has over all things. Genesis 1, 11 through 13 And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his own kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God said that it was good, and the evening and the morning were the third day. The seed in itself, this is the reproduction principle of all plants and animals. This is so contrary to evolution as explained by man and their faithless knowledge. This creation is in chronological order and just how it is given to us in Genesis. There is no other order regardless of what man says. God created a mature functioning creation that reproduced within itself. He provided the way for all things to recreate. I can only imagine the wonder of the eyes that saw the original creation and the beauty and majesty of even just the grass. 
and God saw that it was good. This means that God saw it was good for us. Notice that the word here says, and God said, and it was so. Again, God is speaking the creation into existence just by his words. This is awesome stuff, my friends. This creation was then put into a cycle of recreation of itself. And this was the end of the third day. Genesis 1.14 And God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. Genesis 1.15 And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth, and it was so. In 16, and God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. In 17, and God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. Genesis 18, and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And in 19, and the evening and the morning were the fourth day. This had been just light singular for the first three days of this creation. I'm not sure how this was, but we'll guess that maybe there was just a single light or sun for the day and maybe moon for the night. That is a guess on my part, and in the scheme of things really doesn't matter as we have what we have now that God created for us. God made the sun, the moon, and the stars to serve as signs of seasons, days, years, or as markers for our expanse of time on this earth. He placed these lights in our heaven. This gives us light upon the earth even at night. The word continues to tell us that God made two great lights, the greater to rule or light the day and the lesser to light the night, the sun and the moon as we know them. This lighting is how we tell time as God created it for us in our 24-hour, 7-day week frame. This was the fourth day. Genesis 1.20 And God said, Let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creature that hath life, and fowl that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great wells, and every living creature that moveth, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And in 22, God, and God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let the fowl multiply in the earth. And the evening and the morning were the fifth day. These moving creatures of the water included large and small fish, mammals, and yes, even dinosaurs. God created swarms of these creatures in plentiful supply. The winged fowl that were able to live on land and yet use the water also. And again, he tells the creation to reproduce, and he blessed them with this reproduction ability. This was the fifth day. And then in verse 24, going down through verse 31, And God said, Let the earth bring forth a living creature after his kind, cattle and creeping thing, and beast of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beast of the earth after his kind, and cattle after their kind, and everything that creepeth upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, and the which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat." 
and to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creepeth upon the earth, wherein there is life. I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so. And God saw that everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Living creature is and means a living soul. Beast of the earth here is bigger than cattle and included dinosaurs, and then the cattle and all things that creep on the earth. Creepeth can mean the creation that moves upon the belly or short leg, many legs, such as insects and things. And God saw that it was good. And again, good for the creation to come. The creator of higher animals completed the earth's preparation for the coming creation of man. Then came the climax of creation on this sixth day, man. God said, let us make man in our image. This is a statement that we could study and discuss from now until the Lord returns and still not truly understand the magnitude of this statement. All of the creation was created to produce after their kind. Man was the only created in the image of God and reproducing as such. This image is in the spiritual and moral sense. God gave us the moral discernment, speech, self-consciousness that distinguishes us from all of the creation. Then the us here concisely indicates the Holy Trinity was existent from and for all time. The Trinity of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Man was the only human created and was given God's image to rule over all other creation. We remain in the image of God. Though now sinful from the fall of man, we still retain the likeness of God and our ability to worship God. When man fell, we became an impaired likeness or image of God. That is why we need Christ and the Holy Spirit within us to help regain that likeness that is lost in sin. So God created man in his own image and created he him. Male and female created he them. The scripture here specifically distinguishes the sexes as created. This is stated differently as to all other creation as implied as to the different sexes, but not specifically written. This is specific to distinguish this creation relationship as unique to man and woman as to marriage or holy matrimony. God joined the material and immaterial parts of man together as he created the body from the dust and then breathed the living soul into the shaped body as the breath of life. Again, the image of God is spirit. We possess the spirit within us and are just housed in this body. The body is temporal as all that we see here, but the spirit that we possess that God breathed into our nostrils is eternal or forever. The solar breathed spirit will never die or be destroyed. We were created with a mind and a will as no other creation, even so that in our will we are able to choose between God and Satan, right and wrong, good and evil, and yes, we can choose to sin or not to sin. Created man has the ability to choose and the power to make decisions unlike any other created. It is critical for all to understand that we are in the image of God as spiritual. The spirit will live forever in heaven or hell depending on the choice that is made. The body will be gone, but the spirit of soul remains to be judged by God forever. Verse 28 says, God bless them to be fruitful and multiply, subdue the earth and have dominion over all other creation on this earth. God gave us the command to rule over the other creation of this earth. Subdue means to use a proper ordering of the earth to accomplish God's purpose for us. This includes seeking God's will and guidance in that subduing. Then God said he has given man meat or food for them of herb bearing fruit and every tree. These were all created for our nourishment and health as well as for the beast, the fowl, and the creeping thing on the earth as stated in verse 30. God supplied all that was needed to sustain the lives of all creation. Then God saw that all he created for man, including man, was very good. And this was the sixth day and the climax to creation.
Then we go on to Genesis 2.1. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. Genesis 2.2. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And in 3. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. The process of creation of man and all to sustain man was finished. The host of heaven, such as sun, moon, stars, and the host of earth, such as plants, trees, fowl, fishes, animals, and man, was now complete. So on the sixth day, creation was complete, and God rested on the seventh day. This we know is for us as an example, that God rested on the seventh day. God does not need rest, sleep, or anything that is required of the body, as God is spiritual and all-powerful. We need rest, so God modeled our week for us that we might understand God set the seventh day apart and declared it holy. This does not make it different in that we only worship God on what we call Sunday. We should use Sunday as a day of rest and be thankful for it and the rest provided, but our worship of God should be always and all days. There's much more we can go into here, but I will stop since this episode is God created and that is now finished. This episode needed to be accomplished so we have a better understanding of creation to understand the history of creation so we can understand the future of creation. Genesis 1 is the account of creation and forwards us through all of God's word to Revelation, which accounts for the past, present, and future of that creation, or if I may, the revealing. God's word is given to us for our wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, preparing us for the present and future. It is important for us to study and understand so that we can see where we are going. As we muddle through this life, we need to have understanding so our eyes are open to the eternal aspect. What is going on right now is in God's Word, but you need wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to have your eyes open to it. God gives us understanding to deal with and maintain in this world through His Word and prayer. Take advantage of it so that you are not led astray as sheep to the slaughter. It is important, though it is vital, to have a relationship with the one and only true living God, who gave and holds the Spirit breathed into us that is forever. Please listen to what God is saying, remembering that the soul exists forever in the presence of God or in the absence of God. Forever in the absence of God would be a terrible way to exist. I hope those who listen to this will understand my care for all to live in the presence of God for eternity. Please prepare and listen to my episode 5, Jesus Christ and Who He Is. Episode 6, Lord willing, will be me telling you an awesome story in my life that shows the true meaning of what we call miracles. Thanks for listening. As always, truth is truth, whether you believe it or not. Be of good cheer. God is alive and in control. See you next time. God bless.